Welcome to Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the challenges and opportunities facing the global food supply chain and speak with experts working to support a planet of plenty. I'm Tom Martin, and we're joined from County Cork, Ireland, by Pete Hines. Pete and his wife, Paula, full-time dairy farmers, were named Farmers of the Year in 2017. They serve as ambassadors for the Tackle Your Feelings campaign, and the couple has worked extensively to raise funds for charities since 2017. Pete, who also writes for the Irish Farming Independent, has struggled with depression, and he says it's made him stronger and more determined to enjoy life by speaking about it publicly, realizing along the way how that has encouraged others to seek help. Welcome to Ag Future, Pete. Good afternoon, Tom. Uh, lovely to be talking to you from Ireland straight through to Kentucky. All right. Well, it's been reported that uh, you and Paula are always the first ones to raise your hands to create awareness around mental health within the ag sector. And that conversation about mental health hits close to home for you. And, and I wonder if, before we go forward, if you could kind of set the scene for us by telling us about your own journey as a farmer coping with depression. Yes, yeah, so I suppose nearly 20 years ago now I struggled with depression. And uh, at the time, I was working ridiculously long hours. Um, life got on top of me and uh, I left all my social life going. I was supposed to cut a long story short. I hit a brick wall and uh, lost all control of my feelings. Uh, luckily enough for me at the time, my wife uh, eventually persuaded me to go to our doctor uh, and he put me in touch with a very, very good counsellor um, whom I visited regularly after a weekly and uh, worked through things. And I guess in some ways, it you know, at the time, it was a huge challenge, but it, it taught me to look after myself uh, and my mental well-being a lot better. And it was something we hadn't spoken about uh, publicly it was until 2017. And uh, I just mentioned something briefly on social media. And I got a message from a guy that night who was uh, considering ending his own life. And... Just through talking to him about what I'd gone through myself and uh, keeping in contact with him over the coming days and the coming weeks, he went and sought help. And he's he's really turned his life around since. Uh, he's got a got a new job and he's been got married since. And uh, I think at the time it just opened my eyes up in a huge way to the fact that by sharing my own story. And, and chatting to others who were struggling in a similar way that uh, and it, could, it could really encourage people to seek help when they are in a, a dark place or feeling low or struggling with themselves. So I guess that's that was in some ways how we started uh, discussing mental health publicly. Mm -hmm. How extensive are mental health issues among farmers? I think it's... Uh, it's a subject that the industry as a whole has really tackled in the last few years. Yet when you look at the statistics all around the world, the reality is that uh, there's a 50% chance a farmer will struggle with their mental health if they're not prioritizing um, their mental well-being. And, you know, uh, that goes for all countries from North America right across into Europe and uh, into 
to uh, the Southern Hemisphere. And uh, myself and Paula have spoken to college students in Kenya, uh, where there's a huge stigma around mental health. And yet, when you look at the statistics there, they're very much the same uh, as they are in Ireland. And I think what ultimately what we need to do as an in, as an industry, if we want to change the statistics long term, is to engage with the young farmers and get across to them the importance of looking after their mental well-being because it's something that can really really affect the industry and individual countries depending on weather events or global markets or financials on farms etc. So. While figures will go up and, uh, and and down from country country to country, globally, it's still a huge, huge issue that faces agriculture. And I guess because also it's an industry that is uh, in some ways so isolated. Well, there are there is a broad spectrum of pressures on farmers. And I'm just wondering, what are some typical events or triggers that tend to cause mental health issues among farmers? A lot of it really stems back down uh, at the end of the day to financial pressure or to family issues. And likewise, when you look at the, the financial pressures that affect farming, as I mentioned a minute ago, a global weather event can have a huge impact on crop losses or fodder shortages on farms, which put a huge implication on the, the financials and the Going forward, likewise, global markets changing. So there's all all those different issues that are Im- Im- impacting farmers. And uh, I think even when you look at it at the moment, it's uh, climate change. And I think the whole conversation around climate change uh, puts a huge amount of stress on farmers for the simple fact that uh, if you look at how they farm across the world, every farmer is very, very conscious that we need to improve how we look after the environment and how we look after the climate. And one of the, the, the very first industry that is affected by climate change is, is agriculture and farmers and their incomes. And yet, with all the progressive work they do, they don't get a whole pile of recognition for it and they still feel like they're getting the blame. So when you look at it, it's it's a farmer feels like they're a young child inside the school that's constantly being scolded by the teacher and being told you're not doing well enough and you're not making any progress when the reality is like us farmers uh, we're the school child that is trying our damnedest and uh, we're improving every day and we can we can see the impact we're having yet we're getting no recognition for it. Well, how is the ag industry as a whole doing in the area of mental health? Has stigma kept farmers from confronting mental health issues? I think as the as the conversation has opened up and there's some phenomenal people uh, around the world campaigning for better mental health awareness and uh, in the US, Canada, right, right across Ireland, the UK and in the Southern Hemisphere. And it has opened up the conversation a lot, uh, but... Likewise, I think there's a, where probably one of the biggest issues is is there's still a huge stigma around the discussion of suicide in the agricultural industry. And I think the reality is, you know, if we have, as an industry cannot openly discuss suicide, well, then someone that's at a really, really low point and, and having suicidal thoughts is not going to feel comfortable about opening up and saying, yeah, look, I am thinking of ending my life and I really, really need help. And I think we need to 
make those people in that position feel so comfortable about saying it publicly and removing the stigma around that area that uh, I think that would have a huge, huge impact on, uh, on, on, on the figures at the moment. You mentioned climate change. I'm wondering if the pandemic has impacted your sense of mental well-being. And do you hear from others who are experiencing these feelings? I think agriculture, in a way, can take a lot of positives from the global pandemic in that all of a sudden it brought a huge emphasis on the importance of quality food and global markets really, really I suppose strived forward during the during the pandemic, but then the negative side of it was that so many events that farmers would normally attend were cancelled, and you know the farmers are war- used to working in isolation for long periods of time. But then when they do get downtime, they like to attend sporting events or big agricultural events, and when so many of those were cancelled, I think it has had uh, a huge impact. On farmers, but likewise, I think it's had a huge impact on uh, on young people across the world in uh, losing the 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 communication and the the avenues where they could meet up from week to week and socialize. Um, and I think it's probably it's probably brought a, a bigger emphasis on the importance for us all to look out for each other and and trying to stay in contact in some way. In 2020, you and Paula established Ag Metal Health Week. What inspired you to create this initiative? Uh, myself and Paula were having a conversation at the kitchen table one evening uh, discussing Farm Safety Week, which is uh, run in Ireland and the UK. And at the time, we kind of we, we said, when you look at the statistics, you know, tragically, we lose more farmers to suicide than we do to farm accidents. And we have a specific farm safety week, but we have no specific week for mental health and and agriculture globally. Uh, And we felt, you know, it it was certainly a conversation that was far bigger than Ireland. And if we as an industry wanted to make a real difference, we needed to have a united voice across the world, which is why we came up with the concept of Ag Mental Health Week as a global mental health awareness campaign for the agricultural industry. And at the time we looked at the calendar and we felt, you know, with World Mental Health Day being on the 10th of October, that there was probably no more a fitting day to kick the week off and run it for seven days straight. Uh, Because I have seen some campaigns run for five days of the week. And the reality is that farming is a a seven-day-a-week job. And uh, I think... With an awareness campaign, we need to recognize that first, and uh, which is why we decided to run for seven days straight with the campaign. And uh, we're absolutely astounded and humbled by the reaction to Ag Mental Health Week in 2020. It had surpassed anything that we thought it could do in the first year. Uh, and always felt that it was uh, something that we certainly couldn't do on our own to to drive the the campaign forward, which is why we put together uh, a global working group of like-minded people, uh, from farmers to people in the ag industry, and just put our heads together and see how we could drive the week forward into 2021. It really expanded quickly, globally, didn't it? And I wonder if you could tell us about the, the partnerships and the resources that have since come to the table. 
Yeah, so I, I think like in, in if you just going back to 2020, we had uh, farm ambassadors from 11 countries around the world. We had panel discussions uh, involving six countries, and given the, the the amount of work that had had gone into running the week, uh, we spoke to people in. Uh, in your, in, in your own good company, Altec, whom we've been in, and people who be, we've been in contact for Egg Mental Health Week uh, in 2020 as well. And we also spoke to friends of ours in the Zurich Z Foundation in Switzerland uh, and CMEX Global Alliance. And I think there were three very like-minded companies that uh, were really passionate about prioritizing mental well-being for, uh, for their employees, but for the sector as a whole. And we also contacted a lot of farmers uh, in the UK, in the Southern Hemisphere, and started up, started up a working group of, I suppose in some ways, how we could expand the conversation uh, and, and, and broaden the horizons and the reach of it. So this year we have panelists from, I would say, eight different countries. We'll be really focusing on young farmers, veterinary surgeons, uh, we'll also be having uh, discussions with uh, politicians around the world because I think it's probably very important that politicians in the agricultural sector are involved in the conversation from the point of view, having a better understanding of how policy can affect uh, the mental health of farmers uh, is, is going to be a huge positive going forward when they realise that a decision made in a, within a government is, is going to impact farmers on the ground. And I think politicians are very welcoming of that and very understanding and, and realise the importance of changing, I suppose, a culture and changing a mindset within the agricultural industry that we do need to prioritise our mental well-being. We'll have some more details on Ag Mental Health Week in a few moments, but I want to circle back to several things that you've brought up. Uh, you have noted that the statistics out there show that we lose more farmers to suicide than we do to farm accidents. So uh, you've touched on this earlier, but I wonder if you could tell us how are you addressing suicide? I think there's a number of people around the world that are very, very open at the concept of discussing it publicly and have made a huge, huge impact in in their own areas uh, over the last uh, number of years. Emma Picton-Jones, who lives in Wales, she lost her husband to suicide and she set up the DPJ Foundation in Wales, which has opened up the conversation there. And uh, I've spoken to Emma a number of times and she will actually be a guest on one of our panel discussions during Ag Mental Health Week. But uh, she's always stressed to me the importance of us being willing to to talk about it publicly, she said, even after she lost her husband, you know, people were very slow to approach her uh, because they knew the background of, of her loss. And she said that was nearly harder for her, but also she could understand it from the point of view of her husband not being willing to say that he had those feelings. Uh, and I know Cahill McCormack linked, uh, from Alltech in Ireland linked up with her last year and has since organized training for a lot of Alltech staff with her on mental health first aid training. And I think initiatives like that are so important so that, you know, because farmers are isolated, if if, uh, if someone from the ag industry drives into the yard and they can spot the signs of a farmer who is really, really struggling and ask them the right questions to try and get them to open up, 
But I think there's so much more we can do, and I, th- I think uh, we need to pe- make people who are feeling suicidal feel a lot more comfortable to discuss it openly with us. Pete, do you feel that enough work is being done among young farmers, even on the campuses of ag colleges and universities, to prepare a new generation for the mental pressures and the challenges of farming? Uh, the real reality is I don't think we're doing enough. I don't think we're putting enough emphasis on encouraging young farmers to prioritize their mental well-being. If you look at a lot of the agricultural colleges, they, they have specific courses on farm safety and teaching young farmers the dangers of pesticides uh, and showing them how to handle them correctly. Likewise, the dangers of quad bikes, the importance of wearing a helmet. And I think we need to have the same modules built into those agricultural courses where we're teaching farmers, young farmers, the basics of looking after their mental well-being on a daily basis, because the reality is when you enter agriculture as a career, you are going to be put in times of stress and times of crisis. But when you're prioritizing your mental well-being, you're putting yourself in a far stronger position to deal with those challenges uh, and overcome them. And also realizing the importance of taking time out you know, after busy periods on farms like harvest and calving and setting in the springtime, etc. Uh, Pete, what do you and Paula do to keep your metal compasses pointed in the right direction? How how do you, as both business partners and husband and wife, manage the stresses of farming? I think we do sim- just do simple things like you know easing well, taking breaks, taking time out, discussing the challenges with each other, and not bottling things up inside, um, and also. When uh, I, I guess you know, like calving for us, we're spring calving herds, so we calve all our cows in a short space of time in the springtime, which is extremely busy. There's no time off farm, but we try and take a break prior to calving. We try and ensure that the, we have a rota so that we're getting adequate adequate sleep while calving is busy, uh, and also we sit in place time out for ourselves after calving so that we get to recharge the batteries and get to go in and enjoy life a bit. And I think that that is vital. And I guess one of the other things we do as a couple is we ensure that we go out on a date night at least once a month so that we have something to look forward to with different surroundings, different conversation. And I think it's you know, when you're busy, it gives you something to look forward to. And I think that's always vital that you know there's an end in sight from the, from the busy period. What would you like to see happen in the ag industry toward helping farmers cope with mental health issues? I think, I think one of the big things we really need to do as an industry, and I spoke heavily about this last year, is put crisis numbers on the back of all vehicles that are entering farmyards, uh, be it trucks, vans, etc., so that when a farmer who is struggling uh, or feeling suicidal sees that number directly in front of them and knows what number to dial to get help in crisis. And I think even the simple message from putting that those uh, numbers on the back of vehicles entering farms, and it's many ways, it's the industry as a whole, be it milk processors, etc., feed lorries, it's it's the whole industry standing up and saying it's okay to seek help if you're feeling suicidal. And I think that's one of the simplest or one of the biggest uh, 
uh, things we could do as an industry. Uh, and I've seen it work very, very well in some areas, but uh, I think the whole industry needs to embrace it because uh, I think that could be a game changer in the short term. Ag Mental Health Week 2021 is coming up October 10th through the 16th. And what sorts of events and resources will be offered? So we'll be running seven nights of panel discussions, uh, which we will write live stream on our Facebook page at Ag Mental Health Week. Uh, there'll be we'll have the first evening we'll have young farmers on. So we have uh, a young farmer from Australia, a young farmer from Ireland, and I also think we have a young farmer from uh, North America. The second night we will be having uh, two politicians on: Minister Martin Hayden from Ireland uh, and Minister Blois Thompson from Canada. Uh, we'll be discussing having discussions with doctors and GPs that week with support services, with the ag industry. Uh, we'll also be having a specific panel discussion with veterinary surgeons. Uh, Lizzie Lockett, the CEO of the RCVS in the UK, is chairing that panel discussion. And uh, we'll also be talking to families who have uh, lost loved ones to suicide uh, or had family members struggle with their mental health. Um, and just I suppose, discussing how how that has impacted the family as a whole. So those panel discussions will be one of the key things. We'll also have daily tips on how to prioritise your mental well-being on our social media channels. Uh, and then on the 13th of October, we are pushing Mile for Mental Wellbeing. So we want as many people in the ag industry across the world to get out and run a wa- or walk a mile that day just to highlight the importance of prioritising our mental well-being but also just taking that space for maybe 10 or 15 minutes in the day to clear your head uh, and focus on something other than uh, being work all the time. We'll also be encouraging as many support services and charities around the world to run their own events uh, during Ag Mental Health Week, and we'll be really keen to promote those for the, for the support services. And I know there'll be many more events planned during the year or during the week. The the response last year was phenomenal. Uh, The media were very, very good to get behind it and and open up the conversation. Uh, So we'd hope hope they'd do the same again this year. So we're we're looking forward to the week. All right. We've been joined from County Cork, Ireland, by dairy farmer Pete Hines, co-founder with his wife Paula of Ag Metal Health Week. Look for it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For Ag Future, I'm Tom Martin. Thanks for listening and thanks for joining us, Pete. Thanks, Mel Tom. Wonderful to chat to you. This has been Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts.